listening to Love the Links Golf Radio with your hosts, Brenton Elliott and Bob Baldessari. live and recording we are live all right welcome everyone to the love of the links brought to you by reimagine golf and golf mark and it's uh, uh it's great to be with you although i'm flying solo tonight my uh, co-pilot brendan elliott is uh, tied up tonight with some family things so uh um we're gonna be talking with the pg of america uh Dynamic duo, Brian Bain and Lauren Court. Uh, but this is uh, Love in the Links, and we appreciate everybody tuning in. We, we're going to go over some things tonight that are going to help your, if you're a PJ member, LPJ member is going to help your business, uh, gets people more engaged at the facility. And, and after everything we're going through with the virus, there are people that are going to be clamoring to get back to your golf facilities. And there might not be a perfect, more perfect vehicle. Uh, then really the junior league to try to get families back together, people back together at the uh, facility. So uh, excited to see my two friends. I haven't seen you in a while. Uh, and I'll start with Miss Lauren here. Hello, Lauren. Welcome. Hey, Bob. Thanks. Great to have you here. Now, Lauren was one of the original uh, teams, uh, teammates up in Atlanta at the, the junior league, was uh, junior league golf. Uh, so I was going back a few years, get to work with uh, Lauren before she officially moved over to the PGA America side. So Lauren's based in Florida, down in South Florida. And you cover the, which sections? Uh, the North Florida section and the South Florida section. Which is a lot to cover. Yeah, it's a great, great state. There's a lot of, a lot of golf there. It is a great state. Uh, and my buddy there uh, on the screen, Brian Bain, also known as BB North. I was known as BB South. I took the South moniker because, uh, you know, both uh, initials there. So, uh, Brian, it's wicked good to have you. Thank you. Thank you, Bob. It's great to see you, and thanks for the opportunity to get to, to chat and, and catch up. Um, it, if anybody needs some uh, translation, I'm happy to translate whatever Brian says tonight. So, uh, I still have the ear. Although the more we talk, the more I start to talk like my uh, old New England. But, uh, uh, you know, Brian, sense of background in youth golf, uh, three years with PJ America with the uh, as regional manager. Uh, Brian is a 2011 National Player Development Award winner. So uh, what Brian's done, uh, multiple three-time winner in uh, the New England section for the player development, junior leader in the New England, uh, top 50 U.S. kids teacher, master. So um, that, that dude's he's got the youth golf covered. Uh, but the uh, really neat thing about Brian, and at some point um, – it would be neat to talk about it tonight, Brian, because I, when you were, you were at Robert T. Lynch Municipal and you won these awards and you did these amazing things to grow the game, to help your business, and you had no driving range. Yeah, it was uh, nine years I spent at, at Robert T. Lynch as the head golf professional and uh, just a chain link fence between us and, and me country club. And uh, we had no driving range. Um, and we were weather. We, I was there during the recession in 2007, 2008, 
And because of the programming that we had implemented, the town allowed us to do, uh, we were able to weather that storm. And um, while a lot of facilities were getting hurt financially because of the, the downturn, we, we weathered the storm because of the amount of programs we were, we were doing and, and we were a community center bringing people together during a tough time and it really helped us the sustainability. Yeah, I think it's fantastic when people think like, I can't do these things because I don't have something yet. You proved, hey, you can do fantastic things and be recognized on a national level without a driving range. So um, you know, if anybody's listening out there driving range, give Brian a phone call. Uh, he'll, he'll he'll walk you through. And uh, oh, I know, uh, Lauren, I almost forgot. You, need, you I know you bleed blue, so you need to give your Georgia State Panthers a shout out. Oh, always, always a Georgia State Panther, always bleeding blue. And uh, women's golf team got me where I am today. So grateful for them. That's a uh, good good school up there, and uh, we have to yeah we have to keep the shadow going up there. I know there's some other schools that are you know bleed the blue out there. So we we give it to you tonight though. <laughs> um, so yeah, so uh, uh, Brennan can't be with us tonight. Brennan also a uh, past national award winner, and um, you know there's a lot of PJ members that and all PJ members amazing things out there. But um, you know as far as what you're seeing out there with, and we'll stay on point for uh, for Junior League, uh, you know, especially talking to the parents and if the parents have maybe heard of this or they haven't heard of it or. I know when I was involved with drive, chip, and putt, and, and early on with my time with junior league, you would hear a parent say, my kid's not good enough. And so can both of you just explain and coach to the parents or talk to the parents about, you know, what the basis of junior league is all about as far as this inclusive uh, program? Yeah, the, the great thing, Bob, with uh, PGA Junior League is uh, we keep seeing uh, record growth year over year. Um, and it's been incredible. It's for boys and girls 17 and under. Our, our main, main age range is, is the 13 and under uh, boys and girls of all abilities. And uh, with golf being, people think it's such an individ, individual sport, but what PGA Junior League does, it brings the team aspect to the game. Um, and 82% of the boys and girls that are playing are, are beginner and recreational. Which, which is great. And then they play on teams together, the boys and the girls. So it's, it's, it's co-ed and all abilities. Um, it just makes golf fun and less stressful. And I think that's been part of the, the reason for the success and the, and the growth that we've seen. Yeah, and I think it's, it's pretty cool to watch the kids play in their jerseys and in a scramble and be high-fiving each other. But also the fact that you can have these super young kids just pick up a golf club for the first time. And um, one of the cool things about junior leagues is having those substitutes. So they come in, they play three holes, but then they're also giving advice to their teammates and they still feel like they're interacting. And it's just a really cool atmosphere. And I know um, in 2000, I think it was 11 when it first started, I got to see my brother play. So that's initially how I got familiar with the program is, is watching him be part of a team in a golf atmosphere, which was so foreign to me at the time. So it's awesome to see how much it's grown. Yeah, a neat thing is the, I know early on when I was involved in 2011, when, when we were first, uh, I was on the radar and I got involved in, in um, the mentoring aspect. And you don't think of it with kids, but as Brian said, you know, the age range, the older kids, 
um, do end up mentoring the younger kids. That was really fascinating and something I used to tell parents that parents, we, we're all parents. Well, you know, parent, yeah, Lauren, uh, Brian and I, you know, we're just talking about our kids. And But when another kid can actually do something and say something or in an exhibit uh, and on a golf course, no place better. Uh, but talk about that mentoring thing and, and the other aspects of it. I think, I think what, what, and it happens naturally, um, we're seeing these young boys and girls um, become leaders naturally. It just happens um, because of the format and the way that it's set up being the team uh, aspect. Um, sometimes the, the more advanced players might be paired with a player that's newer to the game. And that player that's newer to the game, they might make a chip, but they might make a, a putt. Um, and that's all it takes. And while that other stronger player, advanced player is helping them along, that's all that newer player is going to remember is that one shot that they helped contribute to their to the team that day. And I think that's that's what makes it so fascinating um, and fun. And, and the kids are having fun. Um, it, it's like other youth sports that you drive by the soccer field on Saturday mornings and it's lined with with the kids playing, but the parents all on the sidelines and the grandparents watching. The same thing's happening with PGA Junior Weekend and whole families coming out uh, supporting their children and their grandchildren, their friends, watching them play and have fun. Um, and what better place to do it than out on a golf course? Yeah, and I think you see those kids that start as the beginners, as the years keep going by, they become the mentors. So it just comes full circle with these kids and it, it's super fun to watch. So the, the PGA of America, there's uh, your fellow teammates who I know used to be on your team, and I miss all of you so much. But the you know, Brian's up in New England overseas at New England area. Lauren, you're in Florida. So around the country, there's regional league managers like yourself that help the PGA Pro. But you do some other things with parents out there. And um, I want to keep popping in websites any way that PGA member or parent could sign up. So I just want to give you a minute here to – Talk about how do you get engaged in this? Yeah, so so there's there's our team consists of twelve regional league managers across the country, um, and we work with the facilities in each of the forty one sections, um, helping them get engaged with PGA Junior League and offering it at their facilities. And for the parents that are out there listening, you'd want to visit uh, pgajrleague.com. And you can actually do a search by zip code to find a facility near you that that's offering PGA Junior. Yeah, and I think for the PGA members and LPGA members as well, if you do go to pgajrleague.com, you can also find your regional league manager's contact information. Um, so if you don't know who that is, you can go on there, our emails, our phone numbers, and reach out to us and ask us anything you want to know about junior league and getting started and bringing it to your facility. Now, the neat thing is it's not a cookie cutter deal. Uh, it's just flexibility. And could you share some aspects of that? I mean, there could be PGA pro LPGA pro listening now at a nine hole facility, 1827 public, private, you name it. Uh, but could you share or give some examples or just, cause I know early on everybody said, oh, I, I guess the only way I need to do this is I have to be at this club doing this. And we said, no, 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 a lot of flexibility. There is a boatload of flexibility with PGA Junior League. And, and I've had 
um, facilities raise their hand and want to get involved in the first year in some rural areas. They might only get six juniors to take part, but it gets the ball rolling. Um, I say a snowman's never built all at once. It starts with a snowball and it takes time. Um, the same thing happens with PGA Junior League, but in use and every uh, PGA and LPGA member, they have relationships in their communities. Um, utilize those relationships that you do have and let people know uh, that you're going to be offering PGA Junior League. Make sure you put videos on your social media channels, um, letting people know that what you're doing and uh, people will find it. And the first year, word of mouth after that, it's really going to help you uh, fuel the growth for, for you in, in the facility. Yeah, and then a, a few of our, um, we call them captains that run these programs, you know, once they do get that following and they move to an in-house league where they keep everything at their facility, you see them get really creative and flexible with not only schedule, but how they run it as well, moving into different age divisions or um, we've got some people that run six hole uh, PJ Junior League events, nine hole PJ Junior League events. So um, it just changes based on your facility and based on your kids and, and what they need. I think one of the neat things and early on we saw this that facilities would sign up and like you said, Brian, there might be six or seven kids and I heard it a lot. I don't have a lot of kids around here. And so we said, well, just get it going. And within a week or two, these kids are walking around. I want to talk about what the kids get, the shirts with their names and the numbers. And all of a sudden, other kids go, oh, that's cool. I want to be on that team or be part of that kid. So the organic growth is amazing. And from one team to two teams to uh, I just want to now start you know, talking about, all right, parents sign up their kids. What's this look like in the field as far as the literally the look, the shirt and the team together? So, so every every uh, junior that signs up, they get a team kit, uh, and what that involves is they get two uh, jerseys, an orange and a blue jersey. They'll have their number on their back. They have a team name across the back, like every other youth sport does. Um, they get a PGA Junior League hat. They get a PGA Junior League T-shirt. They get a drawstring backpack and a bag tag for every junior. Um, so they get a lot of what what they the kids call swag. Uh, that they really enjoy. They have a lot of fun with it too. Like Brian, I don't know if, in your sections if there were any fun ones, but with the team names on the back, I had a couple yeah. um, that were like the back nine bandits and my facility, uh, Disney actually did like a Star Wars themed one year. Um, so they have a lot of fun picking out those names too. It's it's cool. We've seen some really creative names, whole uh, and fun. And just the, the, like you said, the birdie bandits, the, the wedge wizards, um, just fun things that they've, they've put for their team names on the back. We have a lot up here in New England. They were they used to wear number 12. I don't know if that trend's going to come <laughs> in, in, uh, for this coming season, but they used to wear 12. Yeah, we, we might have to digress for a minute and talk about our Tom Brady Gronkowski. Uh, did we go oh, there? I get now. Oh, there's Boston in my room. So. At some point, we got to go there, Brian, right? <laughs> That's right. Uh, and as Belichick would say, we're moving on. Yeah. So, but I was going to, yeah, I was going to say uh, the, the names are just best and, and the kids and the nicknames the kids give each other. I mean, it's, it's right out of any kind of youth sports. So 
uh, it, it ties in beautifully there. And um, so let's talk about, so a parent signs their kid up and they're at the local facility and there, there's a, you can take it from here, but as I sign my kid up and then there's many places spring training and then the league starts and then it goes from, talk us through from the local to regional to the national to, as the uh, championship. Yeah, so typically the local season starts, uh, the spring summer season starts March 1st and runs all the way through July uh, 31st, this being an odd year for that. And, and of course we've adapted for it, but that's the typical season. Uh, and then postseason taking place starting in August and running all the way through October uh, with our fall season opening up when the pros are ready for it, whether that be in August and running through December or if they start a little bit later, like down here in Florida, some start in October because they're just able to play longer. Um, so they, I think typically four to six games, it really just depends on the facility and the league they're in and who they're playing against. But um, we've got some captains who put together great programs with practices and, and games and preseason and postseason parties. And when you're on the junior league website, they've listed that out and when you're searching for a team. So you can kind of get a feel for what's included in the program and what that particular uh, professional is offering because everybody is just so different. And, and then, so they, they do their regular season and then it moves off to the, every league of group of facilities or if it was at a single facility, they have the opportunity to put forward an all-star team. Um, that will then play in a, in a section qualifier in a section uh, championship. Those uh, winners of the section championships advance to our regionals. So there's 12 regionals across the country. Uh, each of them have four teams and one team from each of the regionals advances to the national championship. So just like in Little League Baseball, uh, in August every summer, you're watching ESPN at Williamsport is the home of Little League Baseball. Um, our 12 teams that advance from our regionals all go out to Greyhawk. And Greyhawk has been our host for the PGA Junior League Championship for the last few years. And they, they really roll out the red carpet. Uh, this past year in 2019, the, the championship was on ESPN uh, for the first time. So it's, it's, it's really amazing. Uh, the families have a great time and the kids have a lot of fun. Right. You know, I, I was in the room when I, uh, Joe Steranko was the CEO of the PGA at the time. And Joe said, we need to do something that's like a little league of baseball for golf. And to be in that first meeting and then to meet Bob Longmire, who was working on this in Atlanta, and now to see what it's going on now, I mean, it's just absolutely amazing. Um you know, it's kudos to you two, the team out there that really gets it done in the field. And um, I think the the parents, if, if you know, parents out there listening, and even the PGA or LPGA members, when you put this into your facility, it, it really can transform things. And it's not just a bunch of the kids going out to play. I mean, you two have seen it. The, the members, the, uh, the parents come out. You got golf carts out there. It just brings so many people together. The scene is I mean, it's very unique, you know, nothing. It's, it's not just a few kids playing golf. It's really a community. Yeah. It's, it's when, like I said, when these matches are taking place, it's, it's quite uh, unbelievable. We're, we were on a call earlier today and there was a, a PGA member that is at a private facility out in the Pacific Northwest, I believe. 
And he was talking about his program and how he used to do his matches on Tuesday evenings, which was the slowest night at the club. It's now the busiest night at the club. They've had to double the staff inside for the F&B um, because the families are all staying and eating after the match um, and kind of just how it's helped transform a facility. Um, so it really does um, hit multiple revenue streams at a facility. And what we're also starting to see is the kids are having so much fun. It's bringing mom and dad to become golfers and start playing the game. Um, they might never have played, but now they, they want to do it because their son and daughter are having so much fun that it's something that they can actually enjoy together. What are you seeing out there, Lauren? Yeah, it's 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 incredible. And, you know, I've, I've had multiple facilities come to me and say, I run out of golf carts for these games just because these family members come out and they want to watch their kids and um, seeing all the kids get together. And it's it's truly incredible. And then what Brian was saying about mom and dad coming out and I've had golf pro share with me that they've got new members out of it because they're there so often and they're getting their families out into the golf course and it's you are creating a community center for these families, a place to go and, and be together. And um, I know we might touch on it in a little bit, but that's really why the family cup has also become just so special to watch all these families interact with each other. Um, so it's a, it's a pretty incredible thing. Yeah, it's been, I mean, like I said, it's really been transformative the way it's grown. Oh, wait a minute. I think we have a question from Doug Wirt about Gronkowski. No, I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry, we can't go there right now. Uh, Who's Gronkowski? I don't. That name is yeah, vaguely familiar. He's uh, he's gone south. You know, I'm not sure about those guys anymore. Uh, but yeah, I, I did want to you know talk about from from the beginning with junior league how it was uh, in the beginning seven to thirteen years old. Um, I remember when I was involved that second year we had the national event and a thirteen year old to me and said. Big puppy dog eyes. He was breaking my heart. He goes, "What do I do now?" Because he aged out, and so early on, we were thinking about. Well, to me, I, my phrase was the safety net because a lot of kids do golf into eighth grade. And you start to get into high school. A lot of these kids that are borderline or just doing it for fun, they drift away from the game. I thought it would be again transformative with junior league to have that safety net for that 13 to 17. So let, let's touch on that first and then we'll do family cup. But um, that, it, you know, I'll let you take it away on this uh, other aspect of uh, as we build our junior league. Yeah. And, and, and we've, we've slowly seen the older age, 14 to 17 year old division slowly grow. And like you mentioned that to that junior that wanted to know what to do. Um, the eye-opening moment for myself was a few years back. I was at the, the Boston Golf Expo, and a, and a dad came up to me, and he, he's like, started talking about how much fun his son had playing PGA Junior League, but he was aging out, and, you know, what were the opportunities? And I told him the New England PGA had a great junior tour run by J.C. Settles, and, and he puts on 100 events every year. Um, and I use the word tournaments, and once I said the tournament work, um, the dad was like, oh no, that's, that's, I'm not interested in that. Um, my son was doing it for the social reasons. He wants to play and have fun with his friends. He doesn't want to have to um, put a number down and, and shoot a score in a tournament, grinding, those types of things that the individual sport can mean. Um, 
that was the eye-opening moment for myself. And as I've started talking with PGA members, more and more uh, are offering the older division as a place where that junior that wants to have fun still with friends might not want to play competitive golf. They, they now have a place that they can still continue playing the game and enjoying it. Great point. Go ahead, Lauren. Yeah, I just think it's super important to give them a place to continue to play, right? Because once they do reach that age and, and it gets a little bit more serious, but they still want to play for fun, this gives them that opportunity. And I've also heard a lot of people say that it actually prepares them for high school golf or for middle school golf. So it's just giving them another opportunity to keep playing and keep being out there on the golf course while also maybe preparing them for playing competitively in, in future years. But um, for those who just aren't ready for it and want to keep in that fun, relaxed team environment, it's, it's a great opportunity. And we've got some really incredible professionals who have also taken that and adapted it and made it their own. So they're running different kinds of 17U programs. Um, so maybe they have a competitive 17U program and maybe they have a, a more relaxed one. So it's all about connecting with that professional and, and seeing what they are offering and, and making sure you're getting paired up with the right um, team. And, and right points. Excellent. With the, with the current state of what's happening uh, across the country, you know, a, a lot of uh, youth have had, you know, their spring sports canceled for the year with schools being out and whatnot. So um, we're pretty, uh, we feel pretty confident that we'll be able to have a PGA Junior League season this year once it's safe to do so. And it's a great opportunity for facilities to offer it for those uh, juniors that might not have had a, their fall, their season being able to take place. Yeah, great point, Brian. Um, you know, I want to, now the next evolution is something new in your piloting. And so uh, if we can touch on the, the family cup and how that's going and what are the plans for that? Yeah. So PGA family cup um, kind of is the, is the next thing. What, what we're trying to do is the success that PGA junior league was um, with the kids playing and the parents out walking the, the sides, the tree lines, watching the matches. How do we take, all those spectators and now get them actually out onto the course playing with those juniors. And that's what PGA Family Cup is. Um, in sports, your team is your family. And with PGA Family Cup, your family is your team. So it takes the traditional parent-child that a facility might uh, be familiar with, but it, it kind of blows that up to even more that you could have a team of two all the way up to a team of six. And they play, uh, typically it's nine holes, normal format, just like PGA Junior League. And it started last year in eight states. And this year it's being offered in 16 states across the country as, as it's growing. Good, Lauren. Yeah, I, I know Brian's had a lot of pros that have run these events and he's had a, a ton of great stories come out of it. Brian, one of my favorites is the professional who um, took pictures of all the families when they showed up and gave them to them as they left in uh, the family cup frame that uh, we give each team. So that's a pretty special moment to have a family member take that picture frame and that ends up in the office. It's just a picture of your family playing golf and it's it's pretty incredible. But um, another professional I spoke to was planning on and is probably still planning on um, 
hosting these events and making them themed. So taking them and and creating themed uh, family cup events and giving out awards for best dressed team and just taking the fun aspect of it as well and uh, creating these memories for families, which is is pretty special. Yeah, and similar to PGA Junior League, every family that gets a team kit that includes two hats, uh, two bag tags, two ball markers, and there's prizes that are shipped in. Um, but like Lauren said, they also get that picture frame. And that captain, when the when the families were out playing, went and had the pictures developed and had them waiting for them uh, when they finished playing. And uh, one of the one of the families, uh, the the father was a very good player and had a club championship trophy on the mantle at home. And that quickly got moved, and the PGA Family Cup photo of the family got placed there. Um, it's just stories like that that. That's what's really important in life, and um, we're thinking it's it's going to be a, a success as it grow, continues to grow year over year. It's special too because being a spinoff of PGA Junior League and and following that format, I I know I've got a few family members that maybe enjoy playing a few holes, but not a full nine holes and. And getting those people out onto the golf course too, where it's you don't have to play on nine holes. If you don't want to swing, don't swing. You know, it go out and make the putt. And and even those younger players too. You know, if you've got, we've got several uh, coworkers who've got young kids who you know maybe they just want to run onto the green and make the putt and feel like they just won the championship for their team. And uh, it just gives them those small little moments, which is so cool. Very good. Such a powerful game that brings people together, but you talked about the power of the game with the family, and I just see, I mean, I just see a bright future for that family cup for sure. Certainly, as junior league keeps growing, um, yeah, your points spot on, Lauren. I remember multiple times the well, the analogy to little league was the the little kid in the field chasing butterflies, and you know he's playing on the team, and they put him in the last inning, and but some of those kids that wouldn't be exposed to golf. They're on the team. And for the three hole rotation, maybe I'm, I'm, I barely play him with Brian. He hits a nice drive. He hits it on the green two feet. I walk up and knock it in. All I say is we made birdie. This is the greatest thing ever. Cause it's we team. And I think that's a lasting, the mentoring, you know, those things we see there with junior league. Uh, there's all kinds of, uh, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, there's, there's, it builds the game. It builds the growth of the game, the business of the game about the facility business, but uh, I get excited to see how these families come together. And I know you're seeing it out there across the country. Yeah, we're really excited for it. And, and um, one of the first facilities that uh, tried the event last year was Wollaston Golf Club that you're familiar with, Bob, south of Boston there. Scott McArthur raised his hand and said, sure, I'll give that a try. And uh, he texted me that next morning after the, uh, the event, they had like 15 families come out and play, he texted me the next morning and said, can I do another one this year? It was such a success and the families had so much fun that he actually did two of them last year. So that's kind of, and what Lauren said about, I think that that theme uh, family cup events is, uh, I'm gonna steal that idea and share that with my uh, members. I thought it was so cool. I thought it was so cool. And I think that's the cool thing too, is now we're seeing professionals move um, from single events into like a PGA Family Cup series, 
So they're running these series all throughout the year and, and putting e even more thought into it. So it's just going to keep growing and unique ideas are just going to keep coming out of it. I know over the years we've seen uh, private clubs pick up memberships, literally pick up memberships uh, because of junior leagues. So, you know, it goes on and on. The tentacles of how successful this is is amazing. And I think it will just keep growing and growing and be part of the work of what's, you know, in 50 years from now, people look back and talk about that. Um, can you remind everybody else again the, that website and uh, how to get involved or just if anybody has any questions, how to how to just, you know, how to engage, how do we get the word out there? Yep, so I just typed uh, both websites are in the chat. Uh, you have PGA Junior League, which is pgajrleague.com. And then uh, PGA Family Cup website is pgafamilycup.com. And on both of them, you can, you know, look for facilities by zip code. And then if we hopefully get some society back to some semblance of normal, I know across the country a few days ago, I think the uh, National Golf Foundation said 44% of courses were open. It might have been up to 48% by now. Uh, so as states start to maybe say to a golf facility, hey, with strong, strict restrictions, you can open. Uh, but, you know, hopefully we can get some courses open because uh, we, we could get junior league going this year and getting the families out there and trying to help the stress what everybody's been going through. Uh, so if that, that does happen this year, Brian and Lauren, there, there could be a season. Yeah, we feel as a team um, very confident that there will be a PGA Junior League season and the same with uh, PGA Family Cup in those 16 states. Um, we feel it's important when we get on the other side of this. Uh, we're following CDC guidelines and we're currently uh, getting some clarification on the, the new White House uh, reopening. Uh, to see kind of how this is all going to work with, with PGA Junior League, PGA Family, and golf in general. I know I have a few states that golf's being played in currently, and I, I'm in seven states, they ter my territory, and only uh, three of them currently have golf. And the courses that are playing golf, they, they're packed, and the, the weather hasn't been that great yet. So people want to be outside. They want to be doing some sort of activity. There was a great article in the, the New York Times yesterday about youth sports worry about weathering the pandemic and the future play. And um, in that article, it mentioned that sports such as golf and tennis have an opportunity here because of the natural social, social distancing that happens, um, that we might see a surge in, in people playing golf because of that natural social distancing and parents might feel more comfortable with their child playing golf versus other team sport. Yeah. And just to tag on to that, we've got some pretty incredible PGA and LPGA professionals that are doing stuff for their juniors right now, uh, whether that's virtual learning and Facebook pages for their teams. So just because they're not at the golf course doesn't mean they're not running some kind of program for their kids. Um, and on top of that, I know our teams also worked pretty hard on, on a community page that you can find on the Junior League website uh, that provides activities for the kids right now. Crossword puzzles, word searches, card games, coloring pages. Um, and then we actually have a ton of kids sending in their own stuff, uh, things they're doing for their community, not even just golf related, but things they're doing for their community and 
um, writing thank you letters and things like that. So it's while it's been a, a tough time and an unusual time, it's been really cool to see these professionals and their players and their families rally around the program and rally around each other and, and come up with some really, truly creative ideas. Yeah, I think it'll be um, more and more that PGA and LPGA members really, obviously with parental help too, with the, the brainstorming. And I, I've seen it over the years just get better and better and better. And it was just, it was just keep growing and, and getting better. So uh, if you have junior league yet, uh, Lauren and Brian, Lauren's in Florida, Brian's in New England up the Northeast. Uh, website again is pgajrleague.com. And do us all a favor, check it out. You, you will, it'll, it'll just, the business is one component, but it'll just, it'll breathe life in your facility uh, or make it over the top. And um, it's just a, a magical thing, especially as. And um, great to have you. It's uh, uh, if you need anything translated from Brian, we'll have a post-show recap coming up. Uh, article, article. Uh, no, that's how I want to talk. It's how I used to talk. Well, this was a lot of fun, Bob, and I, I appreciate uh, you and Brendan reaching out to Lara and uh, having us uh, be your guests tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll do it again. Uh, we'll, you know, Love and Links is uh, the brainchild of Brendan, but we're we're getting that going on Reimagine Golf, and got some really happening. So uh, we'll have you back. Maybe we'll try to get the whole team. I don't know. That could be a little daunting. It's across. Oh, and we should say, uh, junior leagues in every state. I mean, you're across the country. Every state can do it. PGA, LPGA member. So uh, if you're picking this up anywhere really um, go ahead that uh, pgajrleague.com is where you want to go so uh, thank you too again it's uh, wicked good to see you brian it was uh, wicked awesome. to see you. thanks bob uh, we will see you soon and uh, thanks everybody for tuning in to love of the links stay safe out there and hopefully you can get to play some golf soon Thanks for listening to Love of the Links Golf Radio. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Our website is littlelinksers.com backslash love. You can email us at loveofthelinks at gmail.com.